2: I'm Vioza. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast.
0: Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9 Love Love at at First first listen. Listen.
3: Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Richard. New customers can bet five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code Richard. The crown is yours. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler or visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 8778 H O P E N Y or text H O P E N Y 467 369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 21- plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario see sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources
0: the volume
4: you know this sir you for these, Super Bowl championship that should always be the expectation
2: I ain't mad at
4: you go ahead Welcome back to the Richard Sherman podcast and what a championship weekend. You got an upset technically in Baltimore, the number one seed Baltimore Ravens going down to the Kansas City Chiefs and you almost had a major upset in San Francisco with the Detroit Lions coming into town, rolling out to a 24 to 7 lead and then the San Francisco 49ers and Brock Purdy. Woke up and came back, roaring back 27 unanswered to get the win and go to another Super Bowl and meet the Kansas City Chiefs. Mitchell, that game, oh,
3: how it's Dev- devastating.
4: Oh.
3: Devastating as a Detroiter, Rich. But I tell you what, I mean, talking about the San Francisco 49ers, you're right about Brock Purdy. This guy, he's a gamer. You know he might not be the most pretty quarterback out there from a you know technicals perspective, but Richard, this guy did it in the clutch, and you were spot on about him. And I know you had a front row seat last night. How was the environment there? I know you said there was a lot of Lions fans, but like I know the faithful showed up. What was it like being there last night, Rich? Metro, it was electric, and it was it, it was different
4: because. The Lions fans, you got to give them a ton of credit. You could see that Honolulu blue in those stands. And the San Francisco 49ers fans rarely ever let that happen. And so that was really cool. And and they got quiet in there for a second for San Francisco. They were concerned, There was and, and rightfully so, because the Detroit Lions came out with their hair on fire, more physical, executing better defensively. They were flying around. They played inspired football to start this game, Mitchell, and they deserved the lead that they had. I mean, the defense that had been struggled all season, 23rd in in points per game, really went out there and played their best football. The D-line was ferocious. Every time you looked up, there were four or five guys around, and it didn't seem like San Francisco could get anything going. But then, second half turns around and, and and there were a few decisions the fourth down decisions that 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 were curious to me where dan campbell fourth and two, fourth and three in the first half kicks the field goal where you, you know what i mean i i just i just felt like it's a backbreaker if you score a touchdown there that's the situation where gambling man dan should come out and you should say hey we're just trying to put put a nail in the coffin right now and not wait till later but then later on the game gets a little tighter and san francisco gets within a touchdown and then you say Oh man, I won't kick the field goal now. I'm I'm going to go for the gusto. I just it was curious, but it's a young coach and you got to give him his team a lot of credit for getting there. They came out ready to play. You can't you can't take anything away from that. But Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers, Steve Wilkes, they made adjustments, but Mitchell, talk to me about Detroit because I can't imagine how you were feeling in the first half.
3: And for, I'm going to rant here. This is, it was an emotional day, emotional week for the city of Detroit. I mean, this is, we're not used to this, Rich. I mean, we got the Red Wings, the Pistons. I mean, I think they just got their sixth one of the season yesterday. Like, you know, Detroit is not used to this. And this city has been starving for this. And the Detroit Lions has given the city life. And, and Detroit City, it gets a bad rep. But let me tell you, Detroit is awesome. You know, I, everyone in this community is awesome to see this team. They embody Detroit true grit and, and Richard. I'm so proud of what they were able to accomplish this year. What they showed me last night. Sure. They came out on the losing end of this game, but they're here to stay. I mean, this, this Detroit lion team, they're not the Dallas Cowboys. They don't mm-hmm. show up in the San Francisco get their, their doors blown off of them. This team is here to stay, and, and, and you're, you're, your colleague, Skip Bayless, with his tweet earlier in the week that the Lions earned the right to go to San Francisco and get blown out. You know, shame on you. Maybe you should do some analysis into this Detroit Lions team. They embody something different, something that the Dallas Cowboys do not have. That's toughness in the trenches, Rich. This is where football is made, in the trenches. Penay Sewell, no one wants to line up opposite of him. You know, they, they got they got Frank now. Guy's playing with a busted ankle, broken knee. He's got a toe that doesn't work. You know, his neck, his back, you name it. Taylor Decker, this guy's been with the team for almost 10 years. You know, Richard, there are blemishes on this team. Their secondary needs help. But by God, man, they fight like hell. And and Dan Campbell is the master motivator. And I know there were some decisions made in this game that ultimately probably cost them an opportunity to win. You know, the the fourth downs. You know, But the play was drawn up, and it was there. Josh Reynolds didn't make the catch. It is what it is. But, Richard, Dan Campbell carries his sword into battle. It's the same sword he kills with, and it's the same sword he got killed with. It is what it is. This team is built with this DNA. They're not going to change. And that's what I love about Dan Campbell. This team, it doesn't matter the platform, doesn't matter the stage. They're going to play with the same identity that got them there in the first place. Uh, Richard, I see this team being back in this situation next year. And, and I know I'm, I'm very curious from your perspective. Did you see this coming from this Detroit team? Did you see it being this close of a game? Because I think a lot of people were put it on notice last night. No question, Mitchell. I, I I saw Detroit
4: having success running the football. No question. I, because they've done it all year. They got maulers up front. But did I see them to the tune of 148 yards in the first half and just really dominating the game time of possession. I think they held it for 11 minutes in the second quarter. No, Mitchell, I cannot say I did I cannot say I saw that coming. I cannot. And but they deserve a lot of credit for what they did. Even in the second half, you know, people are going to say, "Well, they didn't do nothing in the second half." They converted a 3rd and 12 a third and 18, a third and four. I mean, Mitchell, uh, you, you got to give Jared Groff a lot of credit. Jared Groff was standing in there delivering play after play after play. Sure, had some misses. No question. This is a tough defense to play against. But score 31 points in this game against the number three scoring defense in the land. And it's no joke. It's nothing to, 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 to scoff at. He played a really good game and he deserves a ton of credit. The San Francisco 49ers just found a way to be better this day. That does not, nothing needs to be taken away from the Detroit Lions and what they were able to do and what they've done this year. They will be back. And I know that Dan Campbell said it's going to be twice as hard. He's for sure correct. But with that comes, hey, you have the experience. Your team knows they can get there. Your team knows, they believe, hey, we deserve to be in these conversations. We were in the Final Four. We will be back. And that was cool to see. The Brock Purdy conversation, I mean, this is a second-year guy out there playing Pro Bowl football when his team needs to have it, making plays down the stretch with his arm, with his legs, playmaking, Mitchell, playmaking, yep. not how it was drawn on the card, not, hey, Kyle Shanahan schemed this up and he threw it to the open guy. Hey, the play broke down. It what it's not working the way we saw it working. What can you do? And he went out there, twenty-one yard run, ten yard run, twenty-one yard run, in a crucial drive where they needed to have it. The defense showed up in a big way. Tayshawn Gibson, a friend of the program, Mitchell. You get on the program, and all of a sudden (laughs) you start making big plays in the NFC Championship game. And he forced a huge fumble, and guess who the ball fell to, Mitchell. Eric Armstead, another friend of the program. (laughs) It just seemed like a Richard Sherman podcast meeting at the football, and we'd appreciate that. But that doesn't take away from what what this team was able to do. Um, Made really big plays. Christian McCaffrey, again, huge plays down the stretch, just like he did last year in the NFC Championship game against the Philadelphia Eagles. He made huge plays, huge runs when his team needed to have it, and it was a great ball game. It was a great ball game. I'm glad San Francisco came out with the win. The environment was electric. As the game got closer, clearly the Niners fans, the faithful start believing. It got louder. It got crazier. Um, but it takes a lot to execute during those stretches, and they really did. Debo Samuels, take, Tayshaun Raquan Samuel Sr. Deserves a ton of credit. Led the team in receiving and did, did it the hard way. Yak, the yak attack. He caught the ball. Made people miss. Made people feel him. They don't win that game without him. They don't win that game without Nicholas John Bosa. Huge sacks uh, to push the Detroit Lions back in those situations. Pressure all day. Pressure from Eric Armstead all day. Charverius Ward with good coverage. Diamador Lenore with good coverage. Jair Brown with huge tackles early on where it looked like they had a lane. They had open field, but I did not see it going like this, but Tip of the cap to the Detroit Lions. What a fight.
0: When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner.
5: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: It it was a tremendous game. And the San Francisco 49ers, Richard, we've been, I know you're high as high can be on this team. But I mean, for me, watching this team, they are the true mold of a championship team. I mean, the Detroit Lions and the San Francisco 49ers are different in the sense that they invest in the running backs, right? I mean, Christian McCaffrey, when all else is failing, give him the ball. And they got another one. You call him a receiver, call him a running back, call him whatever you want. Debo Samuel is a flat out game changer, a game wrecker. It does, dude. They could not bring him down, Rich. I mean, it it didn't matter the circumstance. You give it to him on a sweep. You give it to him on a pitch. You give it to him on a bubble screen. Whatever it is, Debo Samuels is going to get you six to eight, ten yards, whatever you need. You got two of those guys, forget about it. I mean, I know Kansas City is going to be a tough matchup, but Richard, I think they got him. just because this team can beat you in so many different ways. And we've already touched on it a couple of times but you were so right about Brock Purdy. I mean, this guy, if he was drafted in the first round, the narrative on him would be totally different, but he's Mr. Irrelevant. So what he's doing doesn't matter, right? He just plays for a great team. he He's a guy that is just, you know, a, a product of, of Kyle Shanahan. No, this guy went out there. When plays broke down last night, the guy made some big-time plays. That float pass... So Juwan Jennings, the one-handed catch over the middle on third down, like, come on, like we cannot just dismiss this and overlook it, you know, breaking out of the tackle out of a sure sack by Iffy Malafon, a guy who's come up and resurged this, this year and, and really added good life to Detroit secondary late in the season. You know, he scrambles out of that makes a huge run on, on a third and long. I mean, these are backbreaking plays and this guy is only going to get better and better and better. What people don't realize about Brock Purdy is he's slippery. You know he's got he's got some mobility to him. He doesn't lean on it, but when he needs to lean on it, he does, and it, it showed. Sure showed up last night. Richard, congrats to you, my friend. Like I, I'm, I'm very happy for the Niners faithful. I mean, obviously, I've been a fan of this team ever since you you've played for them. Um, this Super Bowl is going to be awesome, um, <laughs> and we see it again. Patrick Mahomes, yeah, Richard, you were so right again. I, I, I got to listen to you more often because I said it was Josh Allen's year. I was wrong. Uh, Kansas City goes on the road and gets it done against Baltimore. Not a whole lot of people saw it coming. You saw it coming, though, Richard. What are your thoughts on this game? I didn't
4: see it soon enough, though, Mitchell, and I lost a yeah. bet, and I lost a bet to one of my followers, and now I have to don – a Kansas City Chiefs hat during this segment of our show. Oh, oh, boy. oh it hurts. I can't even put it on, <laughs> oh, right, God. Mitchell. It just feels like, just doesn't feel right. I don't want to put it. Fully uh, how on. do you even?
3: Uh, how and do you I, even I, own that, Rich?
4: Mitchell, I had to purchase it from Amazon. Our <laughs> friends at Amazon, you know, obviously they're friends of the program, but an employer of mine. Uh but, oh my God, Mitchell, it doesn't even. Oh, it doesn't feel great. Yeah. But they played a fantastic game. Mitchell and I and I made this bet early I forget I feel like it was December when I made the bet and then obviously you see him playing the playoffs and you're like I mean again I said it all year it's hard to bet against my homes in the playoffs because he just does not lose and and I tried to tell Baltimore fans we we had gone into one of those Twitter like what what is it the groups that like the uh, is it yeah uh, what is it called thread is it threads or no it's maybe it's not threads. Uh, whatever what it's
3: yeah whatever the little speaking icon thing where yeah, you can all talk but, to each other but yes. i went
4: in and it was it was kansas city chiefs that the follower who, who won the bet um asked me to come in ethan and i i, I came in and i, I listened to him talking baltimore fans were talking about oh, yeah it's gonna be a double digit win you i don't stop the run well this isn't is, you know, this is Lamar's year. You haven't watched him play. Clearly, y'all know watching our defense. They're going to cause turnovers and cause havoc. And some of the things they were saying was correct. I mean, this defense has forced a lot of turnovers. They're number one in the league. They a lot of sacks. But, I mean, I said I wouldn't say a double-digit blowout win. I think Kansas City's going to win in a close game. But, I mean, you can't bet against Patrick Mahomes, Mitchell. And when you do, he's had 17 playoff games. Mitchell, only three people have sent it. Only three times he's been sent home. So only two guys have done it. Joe Burrow and then Brady did it twice. And one of the times Brady did it, Mahomes very young. And so it's been a while since somebody really just sent him home. I mean, Brady did it when he, when he was missing his two tackles in the Super Bowl. But he's not had a defense like he does this year. And I knew it was going to get overlooked, Mitchell. I knew it. I knew everybody was going to sit here and treat this like, a normal Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes team. This is not that. They are not a normal Kansas City. They are a top three defense in this league, something he usually doesn't have. And so when you talk about what they lack on offense and how, you know, this is a down year for their offense statistically. Sure, that's correct. They not po- They're not scoring a ton of points. They've only scored 33 times this year. But they're also number two in scoring defense which is something they usually aren't. So when you're not scoring a lot, your defense better be dang good. Mitchell and Kansas City's defense was really good this game, and I got to give them a ton of credit. Oh, my God, these Kansas City fans got me wearing a Kansas City hat. Uh, ugh, I don't know. I feel weird. Uh,
3: well, Richard, it's funny. because I was sitting watching the games with a couple buddies last night, and after Mahomes won, a friend turns and looks at me and goes, Is Mahomes does he does he enter into the Tom Brady conversation right now? I mean, I mean, Tom, go ahead and take it.
4: Enter in, Mitchell. He is in. He is a freak entering first six years. Tom went to three Super Bowls. Patrick's going to four now. Tom won three Super Bowls. Patrick's won two so far. Hopefully, he stays at two, but. He's gone to four, Mitchell. He's got two MVPs. Tom didn't have an MVP at this point. And Tom was not seen in the way Patrick is seen. Patrick is the big bad wolf. Patrick is Bowser, Mitchell. You know you're going to have to see him at the end of the at the end of the level. No matter what level you're on, at the end of the road is Bowser. It's going to be that opponent. The top of the mountain, he's going to be there. Can you can you slay the dragon? Can you? Can David get Goliath? You know, can you can you knock him off the mantle? Because he's going to be on the mantle. He's going to be up there, and that's he's starting to become an inevitability. That's so the way you look down the road. The AFC, if you want to get to the Super Bowl, you're going to eventually see him, whether it's in the first round, second round, or the championship. If you if you think you're going to go to the Super Bowl and not go through Mahomes, you got another thing coming. Right now in the league that we stand as it stands. And that's with Tyreek Hill, without Tyreek Hill. I I mean, we talked about his receivers and the drops all year. Guess what? Valdez Scantling, when he needed to have it, Mitchell, he caught the football. He caught it. He did. (laughs) Sealing catch. Give him him credit. Tip your cap off to him because he made the plays. They did not have a lot of drops in this game. Travis Kelsey, 11 targets, 11 catches. What what else can you say there? But – I think this is going to be a good matchup for the the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. That D-line from the Kansas City Chiefs is ferocious, and they gave us a lot of problems in the Super Bowl game that I played with them in, in 19, and Chris Jones is still there. There are some other, a, a lot of other pieces that are different, but Chris Jones is there, and, and that interior offensive line is going to have to find some answers for him because he's going to be the one. He can blow this game up. He can ruin it. And if they can't get him contained, then it's going to be a very long day for Brock Purdy moving off the spot. But if they can give him enough time, I think he can find some success staying away from Lejarius Sneed. And you know, you you, you can find some matchups with these linebackers, but Lejarius Sneed is one of those ones. Now, it, it, him and Brandon IU can go at it. I'm sure they can find spaces where Brandon can could get some wins, but. Ugh. This is going to be a fun game that I just, just wearing his hat, Mitchell, just, just not, <laughs> not a comfortable space for me. You
3: that's look uncomfortable, that. Rich. That's, that's, yeah. that's you look, I can't even believe you have that. Well, Richard, I, this is a whole, to me, this team, this Chiefs team, this is a whole new team. This is a, a wildly different team than the ones we're used to seeing. And that's what I think makes this one the most impressive for Mahomes. I mean, look at the players he's leaning on. Travis Kelsey, what's Travis Kelsey? Thirty-four now, somewhere in that range. Mm -hmm. You know, Rasheed Rice, a, a rookie wideout, is your number one receiving option, and then Isaiah Pacheco, seventh rounder out of Rutgers. I mean, these are his top three offensive threats with him, and he's carrying the load. I mean, this is this to me, it puts him firmly in that category with Brady. You know, he's elevating the players around him. Um, He no longer has uh, a Tyree kill type to help him out, but (laughs) Baltimore, man, this team was smoking hot entering this game. Everyone was on the Lamar Jackson hype train, except for you, Richard, except for you. And yet again, it's a common theme today. You were right. Lamar Jackson folds in this moment. Richard, how does this happen? Mitchell, I, I I'm not right on everything,
4: you know. I, I and you nobody is. Nobody shoots 100. percent I've been wrong. I was wrong on the CD Lamb thing, you know. I if you ask Green Bay Packers fans, I was wrong about Jordan Love. Um, you know, obviously I'm wearing a Kansas City Chiefs hat for a second, so I was wrong <laughs> that they would get put out and sent home in January. But Mitchell, I would say more times than not. I would say I'm at least 60, percent maybe 65. That I'm gonna call it it's gonna go the way I called it. Probably 65, maybe 70 sometimes. Um, but it's because it just this offense has been stagnant at times. Ten games this season where you had one passing touchdown or less. There are times this season where you watch the game and you're like, what are they doing offensively? How are they going three and out, three and out, three and out? But then they then they somehow still score 35. And you're like, oh, okay, the defense caused three, four turnovers, and then the game got out of hand. But the games that were close, the games that like where the defense like played great, but the offense struggled. There was a few drops. There was here. It was it, it got tight. The Pittsburgh game early on, where Kenny Pickett audible to a goal route to George Pickens, and it was a touchdown, and it was game 17-10. And everybody's like, man, the defense gave up a touchdown. It's like, well, they gave up 17 points. Can we talk about the 10 points they scored? Because because the 10 points from that offense that's supposed to be all otherworldly isn't going to be good enough. And then you then you go on and you got all these other blowout games, but they didn't have enough close games where it was like, hey, all right, let's see how they execute in a dogfight. Like because his defense was so dominant, they didn't have to because every time they got in a dog fight, the defense would make something happen. They would pick six or Kyle Hamilton or Justin Matabike or, or one of the two all pro pro bowl linebackers would make a huge play. And then the game would get out of hand. But I knew I wanted to see what it looked like when it stayed close, because I knew Andy Reid and Spags would draw up incredible game plans to make sure, hey, we're going to make these guys do what they do don't do well consistently. So, this fantastic pass rush that Baltimore has, we're going to slow them down with a few screens. We're going to make them think about before they, they just roar off the ball and get in the backfield. We're going to say, hey, it might be a screen. You may want to, they want to hold your horses before you, before you get screened to death. And so they slowed the pass rush down. Then on the other side, Spags was putting pressure on Lamar, containing him. These guys weren't rushing to, to sack all the time, Mitchell. So they were rushing to contain. And they were saying, hey, Lamar. Beat us. Beat us consistently. I want to see if you're going to consistently bang, dink and duck, and we're going to put our best player on your best player, and we're going to see if you consistently can beat us. And to Zay Zay Flowers' credit, he had over 100 yards receiving, five catches, for all intents and purposes, a really good game. And there was those few plays, Mitchell. The taunting mistake. Everybody can say, could they have called that on? Travis Kelsey, when he did it in the end zone, sure. But that wouldn't have took points off the off the board. It wouldn't have changed anything. So it would have been, hey, taunting, move the PAT back 15 yards. Maybe they missed the PAT. Okay, gotcha. But this, in a situation where you're like, it's just youth, a little bit of youth showing. But he played really good. And later on in that drive, Mitchell, football gods always get you. He's reaching the ball over the pylon, which you never do, unless it's fourth down Or it's for the game. You don't reach, and I'm sure he'll he'll know that lesson and he'll teach it to some young kid later on and make sure nobody else makes that mistake. But Legarius Sneed made a heck of a play. Should have been a Pro Bowler. Should have been an All Pro. But Mitchell, it's it's those situations that make the difference in those games where you're like, hey, they had five personal foul penalties for 75 yards. One on Roquan. You know they had in those in a game of this magnitude, that's this type. You can't have it.
3: It's shocking, and like you said, that Zay Flowers play at the goal line. If he doesn't fumble that ball, we might be talking about an entirely different outcome. Um, That and, and Lamar Jackson. I mean, the pick in the red zone late in the game when they were trying to fight back was the ultimate backbreaker. I, I don't get it, man. I mean, this guy looks unbeatable during the regular season. Uh, I mean, the Detroit Lions marched into Baltimore and just got sent home in the first quarter, you know, and, but here we are. Patrick but they, Mahomes they, again, they lost their way, Mitchell. They lost their way. Gus Edwards
4: has had a fantastic season and been part of these really cool rushing plans that they've had. I mean, when they, when they beat San Francisco, when they beat Detroit, they ran the ball. Lamar ran it. Gus Edwards ran it. Um You know, they did it by committee, but they consistently, it's 150 rushing yards, 20 Mitchell. They had 16 runs in the entire game. You would have thought that's, they were getting blown out or something. You would have thought they were down 21 because you don't abandon the run. Not not when that's your bread and putter. When you're only down 10, at the most you were down 10, and you just give up on running the football. Like I can't – and that's a mistake on Todd Munkin. Todd Munkin, he'll learn from it. This is, you know, people think, oh, coaches just need to be perfect. This is his first AFC championship too. It's not like he's, you know, Andy Reid has been here over and over and over. They've been in here six times in a row. <laughs> so he's not going to panic in these situations. He's going to be very calm and, and and poised because he's been here before. Patrick has been here. They're here every year. You know, this is this is a annual thing for the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, they're usually like, hey, we're usually at Arrowhead, but, you know, we get to go to Baltimore this time. It's different, but nice. Nice little change up. In the end, it, the result was the same. You end up with the trophy, dancing and doing whatever the dance they were doing on the Baltimore field.
3: I don't know. I don't it's know which It's for Ohio, Rich. Know. And then we got a rematch of the last Super Bowl you played in down in Miami. Um, do you see – let's just talk about this game real quick here. San Francisco, Chiefs, another another game, another Super Bowl matchup. Vegas has got the Niners favored by uh, almost a field goal, two-and-a-half point favorites. Um, Richard, early on, I mean, what are your thoughts about this game? What What does San Francisco have to focus on to get this victory?
4: They have to stop the run. Isaiah Pacheco is going to be the guy. They got to stop Mitchell. They got to stop the run. And
3: I, I feel like they've been they've been like, why is that new stuff? The last two games, Aaron Jones, and now you see Detroit run wild against him in the first half. Like, how is all of a sudden teams seem to figure that out in the playoff run? Has that been available all year, and people are just been, starting to run on that, them, or
4: what? It's been that way all year. The thing that has saved them is leads, Mitchell leads. So they get away from teams so fast and they get leads and then teams go away from the run game that's working. Detroit had the lead for most of the first half or all of the first half. And so they didn't have to get away from it. So it was like, hey, stick to this. And they were finding. Now, everybody doesn't have Detroit's offensive line. Um, I don't think uh Tony's going to be out there. Uh, I think he's still going to be out for this game. Uh, he was injured. For the championship game. I'm not sure what it was, but I'm sure you know there's a chance he makes it back, I guess. We'll see the injury report. But they don't have the maulers that that Detroit does. And you know, no nobody has a Panay Soul. But they do have good players, good enough players to to get the job done. But it's schematic. It's schematic at this point, you know. And I think Steve Wilkes made the adjustments in the second half. Obviously, they held Detroit to thirty-five yards in the second half. Um, so they got they got the got it rectified, but still 148 yards is more than I think any team that Kyle Shanahan has coached as a head coach in the playoffs period. And that was in one half. And so um, that's something that obviously uh, Andy Reid is going to try to exploit. They're going to have to find a way to cover up those zones a little bit better. Some of the windows were too big for Patrick Mahomes to do it. And then pass rush Nicholas John Bosa cannot do it by himself. He tried this week. He tried. You try to do it by itself, but he's not going to be able to do it. Chase Young has to wake up and find a way to get to the quarterback. Randy Gregory, uh, Javon Hargraves, Eric got some good pressure on the quarterback, moved him off the spot in some crucial situations, but they're going to have to get more pressure on Patrick Mahomes. And if they can do that, Mitchell, then it could be a really different game.
3: Well, what do you think? I mean, initial predict- prediction, you like uh, San Fran, I'm assuming.
4: Yeah, I like I like San Francisco winning this game. Mitchell I think it's going to be right around there 21-17 21-24 I mean 24-21 something around there it's not going to be a super high scoring affair again at least I don't think so you know everything can change but Kansas City hasn't been a high scoring offense this entire year that's not their MO and their defense isn't giving up a lot of points and so I think 24-21 right now that's how I'm feeling San Francisco but let me keep combing through the tape and see what I see. But I, I there's some favorable matchups on both sides of the ball. I think Kansas city defensive line against uh, San Francisco's interior offensive line is a, is a potential issue. Um, I think there could be some, some good traction if, if, if the tackles, you know, with the tackle DN matchup for uh, San Francisco versus uh, uh, Kansas city's offensive line, that's going to be a matchup to watch for sure. Uh I think there, there's a there, there's some something to be said. Christian McCaffrey versus the linebackers of Kansas City. You know they're really athletic. They're they're very solid, but Christian McCaffrey is a special player. Um, so we'll see. You know I just got to keep combing through the tape.
3: Well, Richard, this this concludes our NFC AFC Championship review. Um, the Richard Sherman podcast is is on the brink of a historic moment here, you guys. We appreciate everyone that's tuned in. With us all season long. You know, it, it, we pay attention in the comments sections. We appreciate all the support. We're about to eclipse 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, which is awesome. It's Let's awesome. And, and when we die, Richard, we got to give these guys some love. You know, it, it, you're going to have to figure out something for our loyal followers here. Richard, this has been huge. Um, it's been an honor sitting across from you every day, or every week, um, and, and looking forward to this Super Bowl. I know we're going to be in Vegas for a little bit of it. You know, might be live on the strip with this podcast. We're taking this thing to new heights. I mean, you were recording live, you know, in San Francisco at the stadium last night. Things are changing, man. Things are definitely changing, Mitchell. And we're trying to do it bigger and better than ever.
4: Um, We're trying to give them exclusive content and we appreciate every single one of our subscribers you guys could be anywhere in the world listening to anybody but you're here with us and we sincerely appreciate it we try to do our best to give you the best information the best takes the best analysis that we can and thank you for sticking with us for riding with us from day one thank you so much